Welcome back, everybody, to episode 13, lucky number 13. It's good to be back. It is very good to be back. It's very nice. Uh, Ben's kind of got a part of the plague. I'm kind of dying. Kind of, sort of, really dying. Yeah. Yeah, we could have, we almost did a spur of the moment one, like, right after NFL games this weekend, but Ben was too dead. I was, I was dead. Yeah, he sounds dead. At the time, yeah. He sounds real dead. Um... Rogan's dying too in the background, so it's just a party here. We're all dying. Dying slowly. Dying um, party. Yeah, dying party. So today, we're going to get into a variety of different topics, but to be honest with you, we're going to force one topic down your throat. Football. Yeah. It's it's back, ladies and gentlemen. Football and football. It's a common theme. Football. Yeah. However yeah. you want to say it. Okay. Two I different like kinds. Most of our episode, all of our episode, there's literally yeah. a sprinkle. Just a sprinkle. One chocolate. Jimmy, people call them Jimmy's, Sprinkle, whatever you want to call it. One of uh, baseball. And that's going to be my bone to pick for this week. Ben's got his bone to pick. Uh, we have some week one sweet and sours. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to call them that. Sweet and sours. So something we uh, kind of sweet on, and then something we're kind of like, ah. Yeah, kind of spit like, out. Stop. Yeah, like, like, come on. Get out of here. And then we're going to do week two picks. Uh, and then our fantasy segment's got a couple new things. Got MVPs, MVPs, which I mean that's pretty obvious what pretty that is. Forward, they're like pretty. They were pretty good that week. Yeah. Then we got bum faces. Bum faces. Yeah, I'm not sure what kind of bum he's talking about, but I think you guys can just think yeah, it. just it's negative. They're the losers. Use your imagination. What kind of bum we're going to be talking about? Waiver wire. We're gonna have a little no, waiver wire. No, it's kind of late for that, but. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna go with some some dumpster dives, some Dumb- buy lows. Yeah, like the diamond and, uh, in the rough. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Diamond in the Diamond rough. In the rough, and we're gonna some sell highs. We'll come up with a cool name by by the time that rolls. Yeah, around. We're, we're we're a cool name guy kind of thing. Cool name guy kind of thing. Yeah, so let trademark me, that. Yeah, trademark. TM LLC. Sports, All that jazz. Sports. Yeah. Um, let me get into my bone to pick, and it's just it's kind of like a perplexing thing to me. So this past week, we all obviously know we had the second big hurricane hit. Landfall in the United States. Uh, really sad. Prayers to all those people. Yeah, guys. prayers up. Um, donate to wherever you feel needed, or the Red Cross, etc. There's so many different ways to go to JJ Watt. The, the list is long. Um, but yet again, we saw a baseball team unfortunately lose home games uh, to this event, meaning Tampa Bay got pushed out of Tampa and moved elsewhere. Normally, that's not a bad thing. I mean, like you, it's not the ideal scenario for the team that's losing home games. But normally, you don't go into the same city where you're playing that next team. And that's what I don't understand. So I don't know why. And the MLB try to say, oh, yeah, we short notice, etc. I'm alluding to the fact that the Yankees were playing the Rays in New York. Okay, they weren't at Yankee Stadium, but they were at City Field. It's not that far away. So they're literally in the same city. It's a home field advantage. Say what you want to say. That's ridiculous. Um... It's not like it's April or May when it wouldn't really matter in this grand scheme of things. But when it's September, the Yankees are trying to clinch the first wild card and the Rays are trying to get the second wild card. I have a little issue with that. I think it's a little ridiculous. You know, this whole thing where, like, yeah, this storm kind of like last second. We made last minute plans. Like, no, you, like, everyone knew that storm was coming. Make your plans ahead of time. Don't give us excuse where. You couldn't find two accommodating hotels, so you chose the one city where you only need to get one hotel room. That's crazy. 
don't know, I just don't think it's right. If you look at the series just concluded today, uh, it was a three-game set in City Field. The Yankees won three, two of three, and the only game they lost, they lost two to one. So they were in all three games. They, you know, continued to build on the wild card lead by winning two of three, and they continued to knock the Rays kind of out of it. I don't know. I just I don't think that's fair. I don't know. If, I mean, obviously it's not fair for the Rays to lose three home games no matter where they play, whether it's Baltimore, Pittsburgh, etc. But to play them in New York, that's just dumb. Yeah, and today today was just a side note. Today it was announced that Miami, the Miami Marlins, who are supposed to host the Milwaukee Brewers, are now going to be the home team in Milwaukee for that series. So they they're moving it straight up to the Milwaukee Brewers Stadium instead of moving it to like a third party thing. Like like City Fields, it's a technically a third party thing, but I get what you're saying. It's really not. It's really not. This one, they just were like, yeah, let's just move it right to the Brewers Stadium. And the and Brewers make... are, too, in the thick of a wild card. Yeah, race. they're also in a wild card. So that's also like, eh, I don't know. I feel like there's alternatives. There's Definitely alternatives. Especially, mm. I mean, the Rays do horrible with ticket sales anyway. So I'm sure if you moved it to, like, a college somewhere, like in South Carolina or something, like somewhere out of the Hurricanes' way, but still not in Yankees' territory, like, you'd still... Probably make some money comparable to what you would have made in Tampa. I don't know. I'm, I'm with you. That just doesn't make sense. It's not fair. The biggest solution, and we'll end it with this, is the biggest solution in my eyes was in front of everybody, and that was Montreal. That was the biggest solution. They wanted it. They wanted both series, the series the Astros lost and the series the Rays lost, and the MLB denied them both times. Like This is a city that you took a team from, first off, a, team that, a city that loves the team, they would have packed that place. They would have gotten baseball rocking again. I mean, we do so many dumb things like taking NFL games to Mexico and London and things like that, like to places where there's never been that sport. And like you have an existing fan base that's hungry for baseball, and you had two great opportunities to do it, and you didn't. Yeah, it's just another Stupid. instance Stupid. of baseball not adapting to what the fans actually want. Yep. It's- it's why it's it's a dying thing. I think we say it each time we, we talk about baseball. It's, it's just, unfortunate. It's just they're not keeping up with the times, and it's, no. it's hard. And they would have still made their money. They would have still found like well, I guarantee you they sell out those they, games. Montreal would have Montreal would have had more ticket sales in those th- six potential games or eight potential games, whatever it was, between the series than the Rays probably would have in that same amount of time. Oh, there's no doubt about it. So, so. Ben, all right, what's your so, <laughs> I'm just going to start with this. Good Lord, people. Good I just uh, I just love how quickly fans will just jump on and off the boat immediately in today's world. They just like boats? No, they well, they like them and they dislike them all at the same time. They're mm. on and off. I, it's a lot of exercise. I don't want people to do Get it. your life jacket ready. Yeah. But that's basically in all uh, aspects of life at this point, I feel like, with the social media. Everything's just faster. And we all just jump to conclusions way too quickly with everything. So uh, week one of the NFL comes and goes, and as is repeated all the time, it's hard to tell what products will be on the field with pretty much every single team week one. Like, you just don't know. Preseason training camp doesn't tell you enough to really truly see what you're going to get. Week one, probably the first whole month, is what a lot of coaches say, is you don't really get to what our team is going to be till week five. But uh, And I'm really talking about sports in general when I talk about this. When people will just jump on and off the bandwagon 
all time. I mean, look at the Arizona Diamondbacks this year. Who would have thought nope. that that team would be a contender? Because if I, if I had to pick like a dark horse World Series contender, it's probably the Diamondbacks. Just because they they're they got a lot of studs there. Pitching staff is nice. Yeah, they have good pitching, good hitting. I like it. Yeah, cool. good offense. Just folding. Well, I mean, that's enough. Okay, we're getting sidetracked though. Um, but if you uh, you bet on them to make the playoffs, you probably would win a lot of money, the Diamondbacks. But uh, the NFL seems to have a bigger problem with this tendency to overreact. I mean, we're only in week one. Two teams haven't even played a game yet. Mm. And uh, fans, professional analysts, and just people in general are calling for head coaches to be fired and have quarterbacks to be pulled. And I mean, come on, guys. We aren't Bill O'Brien here. We can't just see a small product and yank our quarterback halfway through a game like he tends to always do. I mean, like, seriously, Bill. Like, come on. They're not a dollar or uh, a dime a dozen quarterbacks. It's like a billion dollars for a dozen of those. But um, the the tales of overcoming odds to prevail is such a significant narrative, I feel like, in sports. And after, like, watching, I think the best example of this is the 2007 Giants. They started off 0-2, people. It's one of the greatest stories ever to hear in sports of how yeah. bum-faced Eli Manning, I, I love that word, I'm going to keep using it, bum-faced Eli Manning, the guy that they wanted to, to yank, the, the fans wanted him yanked that season. Tom Coughlin was supposed to be fired after they started 0-2. And guess what? He goes and turned it around. And goes full David versus Goliath against the undefeated 18-0 New England Patriots in the Super Bowl and beat him. And thank God he did. So if, if you're a Texans fan or a Saints fan or a Bengals, well, maybe not a Bengals fan. Fan, fan. Cincinnati's cursed. Not a Bengals fan. But if, but if you're a fan of a team that took an L in Week 1 and maybe didn't look so good, don't listen to those people. Don't listen to the media. You really have something to hope for because things crazier have happened than the Bengals actually being a playoff team or something crazy this year. Like, Andy Dalton looked awful, but your team isn't out yet. I mean, except I'm going to just say that the Bengals don't have a chance there. If you're a Bengals fan, yeah, so yeah. those you're dreams done. were just skyrocketed right back into the air just to get shot. It's, right back it's not the team. It's just the city. They just never win anything. I think it's just Marvin. Or Marvin Lewis. We'll discuss this later. Yeah, he's just get out. It's Jeff Fisher in it up over in Cincinnati. Getting paid for doing one cool thing. Yeah, so that's my point. Just don't overreact. Don't listen to all these guys. They do not. They're just getting paid to say stuff right now. Don't listen to these analysts that say, "Oh, Marvin Lewis should be fired." Like, okay, let's let's give him a little bit. Giving you a reality check. Yeah, just just give him like three more weeks. If he's if they're zero and four, then maybe because that's a problem. But like zero and one against a, a division rival, cut him some slack. Let's see what happens. You no, can't so, win all. Yeah, you can't. The Patriots they, proved it. They've tried. <laughs> they had to beat Eli Manning in that dumb face of his. Yeah, that was a great. That was a good time. That was a good time. I just wanted to reflect on that. Yeah, let's reflect on that season in general. The Giants almost beat them twice, and then the Ravens were the only other team that got close. Oh, man, they got robbed, though. Yeah, I was a child, and I knew they got robbed. Yeah, back of the end of the touchdown. Like, oh, that was really not a catch. As it, as it the ball was, like, out of his hands, and they called it a catch. Yeah. Oh. But, yeah, no, like, like what Ben said, this has been an underlying 
theme of our podcast. Yeah, please, guys. We've said it multiple times in different issues, but just to let things happen. Let things run their course. Don't overreact. Listen to your gut. You know, like, I'll tell you, every year, there's always games where the Ravens, the Orioles, they, like, don't show up. I never overreact. I'm always like, all right, it's a long season. 16 games is still a long time. Yeah. Folks, like, it's only the second week of October, uh, September. So, you know, if you're sitting by Thanksgiving and you're 2-8, and eight, you, okay, you can give up. Yeah, that's that's a good time to stop. Week one, though, guys, like, I heard someone's, I think it was Colin Coward, said, the Saints are not a playoff team. Like, well, that was one week against the Minnesota Vikings at home when Sam Bradford was clicking. Like, yeah, and their defense in Minnesota is pretty solid. They're pretty good. Like, and it's, it's, it's just hard to just write a team off. Like, but they have Drew Brees. Like, calm down, people. And, like, and just remember, it's the NFL. Things crazy happen every week. Injuries happen every week. Things are going to change. Things are going to change real quick. It wouldn't surprise me if a lot of this stuff gets taken back next week, a week from now. I would literally be like, week 10, if you're having some of these scary thoughts, then that's a good time to have scary thoughts. I mean, if you're like 0-6, I don't think you're going to win out and make the playoffs at 10-6. That's that's never been done. Got to look at the past. Like, the 0-2 Giants... There's, I mean, it's rare to go 0-2 and make the playoffs, but it's been done multiple times. It's a thing that can happen. Yeah. Just keep your head up. All right, let's segue right into our sweet and sour picks for week one. Sweet and sour picks for week one. Uh, I'll go first. I kind of already mentioned him, so I'll go Sam Bradford, I think, has finally found a home after all these years of being an orphan quarterback. He... Finally looked comfortable. He's never had an offensive line that's been any good. Yeah. So the fact he completed 80% of his passes, which was better than what he, he broke the record last year. That's impressive. Like he broke the record last year and he still had a better percentage than he did last year. He went six for six against the Blitz, which isn't a lot, but like that's impressive. He was 100% yeah, against the Blitz. That's important. And he completed six passes over 15 yards down the field, which if you watched Minnesota games last year, I don't know if he completed six passes the whole season down the field. Yeah, he was not, he's not a guy that does that. So that was well over his average for a game. So the dude looked good. The receivers were clicking. I know it was against New Orleans, but I really liked what I saw at Sam Brown. Still got to do it. Yeah. Still got to do it. I think I'll segue into my first sweep, and that's Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Just, I'll go right into it. We've been waiting for this, man. We've seen it in flashes, flash in the pans. Last year, it was a couple games, and all of a sudden, Thielen was like almost like the number one guy for some reason. But la- last night, two nights ago, whatever night it is, showed us exactly what we've been thinking Diggs could do, and that's Randy Moss Jr. Yeah. Like, it's he can help take the top off. He can help go underneath. He can literally do anything the Vikings need him to do. And it's just going to be a nice, like, almost safety blanket for Sam to know that he's got someone he can rely on. Yeah, I I want to say that he doesn't fit their offense, but like he's so talented that they got to use him. Like they exactly. just got to use just him. Find him ways to get the ball, and it'll go well. That's yeah, we'll sweet. discuss him later with our. That's why it's so sweet, so sweet. Yeah, it's the sweet one. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Know. That sounded painful. Okay, well I'll go with my my first sour of the week. We'll spit these guys right out. The Colts, man. Woof! Ah, that was rough. Woof! They were they were terrible. Uh, I'll just say that I think they need to be completely rebuilt. 
I think you need to you can build around Andrew Luck. Like that's the huge advantage you'll have rebuilding. So it could take two years to have a Super Bowl roster real quick just because you got Andrew Luck. It'll take it won't be that long. But like they're not gonna host any playoff games until they do a major overhaul of this roster. Yeah. That is my sour. That was putrid. Yeah, you like that word. Putrid. Yeah, I think it's easy to see that that team like we've been saying they need to build around luck for years now. And they can't ever like they don't put the money anywhere. Nope. You know what I mean, like, I don't know where it goes. I, in Indianapolis, probably for, buying. I think it goes like Corey Redding, probably still. He's, yeah, probably. Corey, I love him. I mean, he helped us win a Super Bowl, but like that's about it. Anyway, uh, my sour for the week, and you can kind of like, there's a, a numerous runs, and we'll get to, to a couple of them. The Giants' offensive line. Yeah, that was. Oh no, that was bad. You know what I mean? Like the Cowboys don't have the exactly the scariest front seven on defense. They don't have any. I mean, Sean Lee's good, but like he doesn't go up against offensive line very often. No, and they could not block. Couldn't right. run the ball. So like, if you can't run the ball, that means you can't take the top off the defense, and everyone wants to see the top off the defense. Everybody it's, wants to see the, the top. fun thing. It's the fun thing, yeah. and they can't do it, and it's it starts at that line. Yeah, the, the Cowboys' run defense is not a fantastic unit. You should be able to run the ball on them, and they, they had nothing. Paul yep. Perkins did nothing. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Did nothing. All right, we'll go back to positive things. I'm going to start with a weird one. Or not start, but continue with a weird one. Deshaun Kaiser, man. He looked good. It's weird. They didn't – they, they could have won that game. I don't think they were truly ever going to win it. But he actually – Looked like he had confidence, and I don't think I've seen a Browns quarterback with confidence since I've been watching football. Yeah. I don't think ever. Like, Johnny Manziel is probably the most confident guy ever. He even looked sad when he was out there. Hmm. Deshaun Kaiser reminds me a little bit of James Winston. Famous James. He maybe isn't the most talented thrower, but, man, he's got that swagger that you just want in your quarterback. So I, I think... The arrow is pointing up for this Cleveland offense because of Deshaun Kaiser. Is that an Indians reference? Yeah, they they did win 21 games today. Okay. That's 21st straight game. Let's see how you stuck that in there. Deion Sanders, amount of games. Hmm. Primetime. 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 Interesting. My next thing that's sweet, and it's kind of it, a lot of it has to deal with like the Seahawks offensive line, but the I was really impressed with what the Packers put out in defense. Yep. Uh, I don't know, like I said, it could have been a lot of their line. We, that's another thing we can talk about. But the Packers' pass rush looked real nice, and their secondary helped that pass rush, too. Like Everyone has this idea where like when we talk about getting to the quarterback, all we talk about are like the edge rushers and the guys in between the tackles doing things. But, like Most of the time, your corners and safeties have to stop the things going down the field to get a lot of pressure. The Ravens team defense did that a lot this past week. Yep. And you saw the Packers mix in both things, pass rushing from the pass rushers and from the fact that their corners and safeties were playing so well. Yeah, they just looked like they made Russell Wilson look horrible, which yep. is hard to do. It's so. really hard to do. So I'm going to go right into the, the sour. That's the Seahawks offensive line because oh, they, you meet, like they just right off the bat, they were bad. Like They couldn't block anything. The only play that I – there was – that one drive before halftime was the only drive that I liked from the Seahawks. And it was from a broken down play because all four pass rushers got into the backfield right away. So Russell Wilson just ran for it. He got like 39 yards on the ground because, I mean, all of the pass rushers were past him already. Yeah. So didn't look good. I no, would say not that. at all. That, that looks like a legitimate concern if they're planting to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll segue to another – 
I'll go from good defense to a poor showing, but it's always so, so hard to tell anything Bill Belichick does is poor. But their defense, for lack of a better word, just didn't look good <laughs> in Ken- against Kansas City. Yeah. I don't, I, now, like I said, you got to kind of give Bill four games. You know, that's why the Tom Brady suspension was like perfect because like the rest of the team needs four games to figure out what they need to do in life. And then they'll be like, oh, we can support now. So like, give them a couple games and then we can really talk if they were that bad. I don't know if they can be that bad. They have a really good corner system, but they just didn't look good. You they know, don't have any pass They're on a red alert, at least. Yeah. They don't have... I mean, Dante Hightower, I think Chris Collins was said it about a thousand times if you watch that game. Dante Hightower left, and they had nothing on the on, to stop anything on the line. Like, Kansas Absolutely City was just nothing. bulldozing them yeah. at that point. That's you why Kareem Hunt that. did so high. We'll talk about Kareem Hunt later, too. Hmm. Um, hmm. A lot of segues. Yeah. Well, let's do one more sweet and sour each. Wow. Um... Hmm, I'm gonna go. Just, in my life ever. I'm gonna go with the Jaguars aren't terrible. Wait, what do you what? They actually won against Houston. Put in a Houston. question mark. Yeah, I'm confused saying that. Um, that defense didn't look too shabby. Yeah, they looked. They Kalias Campbell had himself quite a game. A three and a half sacks. That was amazing. Props to you, Kalias, because I wouldn't have tried if I was playing for the what Jaguars. A, what a name. He's a happy dude too. He just smiles, man. What a name. That's kind of weird that I mentioned that, but he is yeah, a happy that guy. Weird. That's just like Francisco Lindor. He smiles a lot, too. He's yeah. happy people. Have you seen his Madden picture, Campbell? That guy. No, I've played Madden once. He is really happy. If you if you look at his picture, you're like, that guy smiles a lot. Who wouldn't be making NFL checks all the time? It's true. It's true. All the time. Sweet thing. Sweet thing. Side note of it's just my it's my last sweet thing and it was just really cool to see from a sports fan perspective and a human perspective. JJ Watt's entrance into the game at Houston gives you chills. If you're not, oh, if, you yeah. if that doesn't give you chills, you should just go somewhere. Else. Yeah, I was shocked that they were not fired up and did win that game. Yeah, just because that entrance exactly. was Ray Lewis esque. Yeah, so I, I think that's my last sweet. I, it's like I said, it's not really a sports thing, but it's just like it just looks so good. It just looks so good. I mean, we can. I'll talk a little bit about the Ravens' defense, but like that, that entrance was amazing. But the Ravens' defense. I mean, as Baltimore fans, it's it's what we watch all the time. Yeah. But like, it's it's pretty nice. That yeah, that that looked pretty good. Yeah, it was everything we had asked for, and I think, to my opinion, it all starts and ends with how good Terrell Suggs looks. Yep. Because our pass rushers are the one weakness that we, right. I guess, we could have. We don't have that secondary pass rusher, but Suggs is just so technical now. Yeah. He just he'll set you up and set you up. Yeah, and so we can talk. All, we can talk a lot about how like not having your normal left tackle because they got them like didn't resign. Yeah, that was a, that it's was a, one of the worst moves of the offseason. Yeah, it showed. We can talk about that, but all you want, but still, like Suggs just looked really. Healthy, fresh. You could tell like, he hasn't had a lot of wear and tear on recently. Just looked good. And then because he was so good, it allowed everyone else to play well. The back end played really well. The safeties together. The linebackers the and pass coverage. Like CJ Mosley is definitely the, probably the best pass defense yeah, linebacker. Him, him and Keekly are, there's no second or no, no third guy to argue. Yeah. It's, it's a just drop him off. and Keith. Yeah, it's, like, it's he's nice. So like I just it's a, it's a promising thing for Ravens yeah. fans. So I like look, look forward to that. Okay, last sour. I'm just gonna. St- we already kind of mentioned them, but I'm gonna go with Eli Manning. He looked 
absolutely awful against that Dallas defense, which is not even very good without Odell Beckham. And I don't have exact stats, but the drop-off between him throwing to Odell, even when Odell's in the game, him throwing to Odell versus not throwing to Odell, the quarterback rating goes down so much. Yeah. Like, he, he just doesn't integrate other receivers. Brandon Marshall didn't do anything. And Brandon Marshall's pretty good. Yeah, he would, he would probably at least score one touchdown for the Ravens last week. Yeah, so Odell needs to get back for this Giants team to compete. Yeah. It doesn't look good with Charlie, that. if you're listening, you better be praying for it. Yeah. I'm just saying. Pray for that ankle, man. So, my last sour thing was kind of a shocker. And it was just how bad the Saints offense, like, looked. I mean, yeah. How do you only give Adrian Peterson four carries? I don't know. He looked good in those four carries, too. He's running people over. I mean, you know, people joke all the time. Like, if you know AP's healthy, like, you would think he would be getting the ball, like, 100 times yeah. in the game, which is impossible. But you try, at least until they stacked, like, 100 guys in the box against it. You can't do that against Drew Brees. I thought that's why they brought him in. They were going to have right. a little bit of a philosophy change, and they didn't change anything, and they couldn't throw the ball. And yeah, an angry Adrian. Yeah, he it's was... the last thing you need. Yeah, he... Yeah. I was afraid he cut right to my, I say he cut right to my soul. I'm looking at that. <laughs> yeah, that look was bad. But no, I just think, I think it was a little shocking to see what we've come to get used to as a great offense. Not really convert. I mean, that's I hate to say that's part of the reason why I like the Will Lutz and fantasy value is just because you know if they do drop off at some point and Drew can't get in the end zone, he's going to reap all those benefits and show week one for sure and kicking. Couldn't get in the, the end zone. Siege. It was bad. So all right, let's go through some uh, injuries real quick. Let's talk about David Johnson. Yeah, I got hurt. He got hurt. Poor guy. Sitting here next to me now. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start with just the football implications. Not fantasy yet. Yeah, I think the Cardinals you have... save the corner for later. The Cardinals looked old before, and now they just lost their quality young player. I think they're done. They don't have a chance anymore. I know we just said don't overreact, but I don't see a way... That that team actually competes with Seattle or any other team in their division yeah, right now. That was the one hope they had. Yeah. Uh, Allen Robinson. Lost the knee. He's gone. I don't think it really makes... I mean, it like it's bad, but the thing that I thought immediately, I was like, well, this is good for the Jaguars in the long run, as long as he can come back healthy, because his contract value just went down. Like they're, They might actually be able to re-sign him now. Yeah, which is interesting, but like I don't know why he wanted to, he would want to go back. Yeah, or it happens but, like the Green Bay idea. Happens. But in, like the interest is not going to be as strong yeah. now that he had the injury. So yeah, it, was, it plays good for good teams that need good receivers. Yes, in the long run. Uh, well, last one, Kevin White, man. Poor <laughs> that, guy. That guy can't get on the field. Yeah, he finally did, and he just fell over with a broken collarbone, which isn't even supposed to hold you out all year. They put him on IR. Someone's got to take the Romo injury, but I guess he did. <sighs> yeah, it's true. There's there's got to be one guy. That Someone hasn't. had to do it. All right, sorry, Kev. Picks for week two. Let's do it. Start with the Thursday game: Houston at Cincinnati. Who you got, Dave? You know, I'm gonna go with the Bengals. There's just no way they lose two straight home games to start the season. Their offense has. Way too many options. We just saw a Jaguars team abuse what we thought was going to be a good Texans defense in Houston in an emotional game. So I'm taking an emotional Bengals team. And I don't know why they're emotional. Probably because they got too upset they lost. And, yeah. and didn't score for the first time on their opening home game. It's like the 70s. It's Different pretty embarrassing, story. yeah. Different story. But no, I just think uh, that the Bengals... Uh, win one, and it's also if Deshaun does start, which they all all signs are pointing to go for that from the latest reports. 
It's his first road game. He, he is starting. Yeah, it's David his first road game. I, don't, I just don't know what to expect in a rookie's first road game. I'm going to go 24 Bengals to a 13 Texans. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree with you on this one. I'm going to take Houston. But I will say, this is with an asterisk next to it, because if they don't run the ball, because they're going to be able to run the ball. The Ravens, hmm. they were putting nine men in the box against Flacco, and they were still running it down their throat. Yeah, the Buck Allen was still squeaking out three to four times. So if Houston can just use Lamar Miller, use Dante Foreman, they're going to win this game. The 28-17 to 17 is what I'm calling. The, the, the offensive line of the Bengals, if they had trouble with Baltimore's front, front line, which is like, it's really deep, really good against the run, but it doesn't pass rush as good as you'd like. Yeah. They're going to die against J.J. Watt and J.V. Clowney. So that's where I'm thinking. The secondary is not as good in Houston as Baltimore, but that front seven is going to disrupt everything. I agree. Okay. I definitely. I said Houston 28 to 17. I don't know if I gave you a score there. But that's wow. Houston's scoring a lot of points. Yeah, they're going to run the ball. I, I like Lamar Miller this week. How about Buffalo at Carolina? Buffalo at Carolina. Um, I just think it's going to be hard to see a, a Buffalo Bills team go on the road into Carolina and win a game. Um, they just you know don't have much on offense at this point. If Shady's any dinged up, not a good sign. And, you know, Cam's going to need a few games to get the wheels under him with this new offense and this new the new tools he has. So let's just see if that works. Um, I'll say 21 Carolina to a lowly 10 for the Bills. And 10's kind of pushing it in my opinion. Yeah, I think Carolina, they're, they're going to win this game. But I think it's going to be a little closer. I think that Cam didn't look very good. He threw for three touchdowns, but his I think it's it's the shoulder surgery. I don't think yeah. it's Cam. Yeah. Uh, but I think that they kind of struggle to move the ball. They're going to win 17-13. 17-13? Yeah. I can dig it. can dig it. Uh, Minnesota at Pittsburgh. This is this is the hardest one for me. Really? Yeah. I, I got to go Pittsburgh. It's hard to beat Ben Roethlisberger at home. Ravens have enough tough time doing that. He's like, you know, football Jesus at home too somehow. And we'll go back to having those three, the three triple Bs. Triple B's. Triple B's. Uh, I think they'll get some offense going. 24 to 14. 24 to 14's offense. It's nice. Yeah. You just like your low scoring games. I'm going to take, I'm going to go for the upset here. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I know it's an upset. I think that if Sam, Sam Bradford just looks so good, and I don't think that they have an answer for Diggs and Thielen and Kyle Rudolph and Dalvin Cook. All of a sudden there's Alan actual Davis Murray. weapons. If that offensive line holds up, I think that they win 34 to 28. Minnesota. Okay. okay. I mean, it's going to be a high-scoring game if if those things happen. High-scoring game. Oh, uh, there'll definitely be a shootout if the Vikings have any kind of offense because yeah. Ben's just going to be throwing the ball deep the whole time. And someone should come speaking of shootouts. New England at New Orleans. I don't see much of a shootout there. It, it at home? You don't think Drew Brees can do it at home? Mm, I think I think against Bill that is, slow defense. Bill's gonna be pissed. Yeah, but the I, offense I just don't see, is gonna be good. I don't see the Saints putting up any more than twenty eight. Still, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go forty two Patriots twenty four Saints. I'm gonna up up that a little bit. I'm gonna go New England forty five, mm. New Orleans thirty five. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. And I, and I think that 35 is not going to be that close game-wise. Sounds that 35, it's like a late touchdown to make it 35. Like, it would have been... It's like AP comes off the bench. And yeah. Just, 
they're like, finally, and then just yeah. to make him happy, they do it. Yeah. So it's, it's not going to be that close of a game to me, but the the points are going to be put up just because yeah. it's Drew Brees at home. The dude just does. It's like Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Dude just plays better at home. Uh, Philadelphia at Kansas City. Another. It's an interesting matchup. Interesting matchup, but another hard team to go on the road against. Don't really see any, any big possibilities that the Eagles come an upset. Really? By any means? No, I don't see it. I just. After the the defensive showing that they put on, it's yeah. gonna, it's a very different defense they're going to see than yeah than I, New England's defense. I don't think it's going to be a high scoring match by any chance, but I I don't see where the Eagles can slide in and get a win. I think Casey wins seventeen ten. Yeah, I think Kansas City wins twenty four seventeen. I think the the steadiness of their offense. If Kareem Hunt gets it going again, it's, it's an easy win. Like I said, though, I think they're going to have a little bit harder time putting points up against this team. Yeah. Even though Eagles aren't that great. They're a lot better than New England looks. Chicago at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay plays for the first time. Tampa Bay plays for the first time. They've had two weeks to effectively work on this game. I think that's huge. It's a huge advantage in the NFL to have two weeks to game plan on one team. Yes, they had a lot going on where they probably weren't thinking about football for a little while. But I just think it's a good matchup to start it off. I think that's going to be a 28-7 victory. Oh, wow. So the defense improves in your mind. Chicago can't score. Makes sense because Chicago's offense isn't that great. I think that uh, Jameis Winston and the Buccaneers play down a lot. Yeah. So they they just win close games. Like they still win games, but they just play down a lot. I'm going to take them 24 to 21. I think Chicago has a little bit more talent on the defensive side of the ball than we're giving them credit for. So I think that yeah. they can actually stop stuff. Yeah, I, I, can, I can see that. I think the biggest storyline to watch there is Mike Lennon's redemption tour. Yep. Does he go into Tampa Bay and just go ape? If he did, I would be so happy. Yeah. It'd just be a great story. Like I said, we're we're here for the stories that sports can tell. The narratives are great. Narratives. Arizona at Indianapolis. Do you think there's a the chance? The battle of crap. Yeah. The battle of crap. The dead teams that are. Uh, uh, you got to go in this in where. This I mean yeah. You have to go care, um, in Arizona just it's, by a margin. Is, by a margin, you think it's gonna? I be mean, close? by a margin, like by not to be close, but it's just like. These, both these teams are bad. These are bad. Like, the, the thing Arizona's that gets me, defense is good. Arizona's defense is good, and that's why I don't think this is close. Yeah, I mean, they probably have at least two touchdowns, the defense will. Yeah, they're going to uh, – what's, what's your score? I'll go 24 to, to 3. I'm going to go 38 to 13. Just, I wow. think there's legitimately two scores defensively again, unless Brissett starts, and then – He definitely starts. There's no like, – I hate to say it. They just You can't look as bad as Tolzien looks. so bad. I think they're going to be able. Carson Palmer has a little bit of a bounce back game. He, he lights them up through the air a little bit. So they're like mm-hmm. now they're like we can't run because we don't have a court or a running back. Cleveland at Baltimore. I, I mean, Baltimore just does such a good job stifling rookie quarterbacks at on the road. Uh, it's just not many. We're they're a pretty good home team as it is anyway. Um, for the most part, I just don't see any way the Kaiser comes in there and gets a W. I'll go. Baltimore 24 to 10. Yes, I read a Bill Barnwell article about home teams, like the stadiums that prove the most value to their teams. You know who was number one? M&T Bank Stadium, ahead of Seattle in the 12th man. So Baltimore at home is a tough tough cookie for Deshaun Kreiser to even try to, to walk into. 24-10. It should never walk it's, into a cookie. Yeah, it's, they're, they're not going to put up. Joe Flacco's still... They gotta find that offense. They're not gonna light the scoreboard up. They're no. gonna run the ball. It's gonna be. It wouldn't surprise me if it's like twenty-four to three. Honestly, 
Yeah. Is that defense? They want to break records. Like, if there's motivation to hold there's teams. A lot, to they want to be better than the O, the 2000 oh, Ravens, which is right probably impossible. But it's a goal to go after. They, I mean, the the schedule is super easy to start, so they're going to be able to start off pretty. Pretty sure pretty a guy nicely. in Cleveland said anything was possible. So yeah, we'll see. I don't think this one's possible. Tennessee at Jacksonville. I think that I think the Titans look. Eh, against the Raiders, like yeah, the offense should have done a little bit better. We expected, a, yeah, we expected a lot out of them. Um, and Jacksonville's defense, like, kind of looked good. It was against Houston, though. Yeah, that's why I was like, eh. yeah. Ah. yeah, I don't know about he- the Jacksonville. I'll go 20, 21, 17 Tennessee. I don't. I think it's pretty far apart. I'm going to go thirty-one, fourteen. I think that Tennessee will be mad. Losing at home to Oakland, although Oakland is the superior team in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, Oakland is a lot of people's um, Super Bowl pick. So I I think that they're good, but I think Jacksonville was playing very too well. There's their roster's not that good. On, on paper last year they were supposed to have good defense. They didn't. They didn't they only added a corner in Calais Campbell. I don't think that's enough. No. So thirty one fourteen Tennessee. Um the New York Jets at the Oakland Raiders. Do we have to pick that one? No, I literally wrote who cares for my score because I... I'm going to say man. beast mode 14 to the Jets 0, and then the rest of the team probably adds two more like touchdowns. 65. Yeah, so it's like at least 28 to 31 to 0. Jack Daria seems like the guy that would run up the score this game. Yeah, just because he can. Of it. He can be like, all right, Derek, you literally have the keys to the Ferrari today. <laughs> if you want to put up eight touchdowns, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, break the record. Uh, Miami at the Los Angeles Chargers. The ref made the mistake, said San Diego. I didn't there. I almost did. I wish it was still that. Um, yeah, San Diego. It's going to be cool, kind of. Is this their first game in the StubHub Center? They had their first game at home. No, it's their first game because it was yeah. in Denver. Yeah, I like the fact it's going to be – I'm kind of excited to see what a football team looks like in a small venue. It's a really small venue. It doesn't it's win like them any games. A third of the normal game. venue. I think Miami goes – like I said, two weeks to prepare. Smoking Jay gets one more week of rest. Smoking Jay color. I think Miami goes in there wins 24-21. Yeah, I think they run the ball down the Chargers' throat. The Chargers' pass defense is really good. Yeah. I was shocked Trevor Simeon put up decent stats, but that's really only because they ran the ball against the red zone and then he threw it in. Yeah. Goal um, charge is goal. Yeah, I think Ajayi is a huge game. Miami 27-24. Still close because Phillip Rivers always makes it close and just never can finish the deal. It sounds like Phillip. Every time. Classic Phil. This is a really interesting matchup. Dallas at Denver. Dallas at Denver. Uh, I mean, the, the Zeke factor is there. Yep. That's all I, uh, that's all I have to really say. Ezekiel being there just allows that offense to click on all cylinders. I'm going to go 27 Dallas to 21. Denver. So I'm going to pick your score, but I'm going to make it in the last two minutes, and Trevor Simeon leads a touchdown drive for them to win 28-27. I think that hmm. Dak makes a mistake. And a keep to lead takes one of the house. That's the only reason they win. Oh wow! A keep and then Trevor Simeon. Yeah, I'm gonna really call, really call this game specifically. Um, I like it. I think the run defense for Denver really scares me to make this prediction. It wouldn't surprise me if they just got blown out. But I think the fact that it's in Denver, mile high, mile high, it's always a factor. It's tough because it's it's yeah. It's recently, mile high. recently, that's the stadium that's hardest to play. Just like physically. You go it's there, exhausting. you can't breathe. Yeah. yeah, I'm tired just thinking about it. 
So, so I it's tough. I am always winded because I'm dying yeah, right yeah. now. Uh, San Francisco at Seattle. That's another one I don't really want to have to pick. Really? It's in Seattle. Yeah, but they see I was going to win. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh. I don't want to pick it because like, I feel oh, like yeah. it's a foregone conclusion. I, I got a 31-13 Seattle. Yeah, I yeah. think Russell Wilson's just like, you know what? I got to make up for last week. Yeah, I, I might go higher. There's no pass rush in San Francisco. It's the one team that I would always feel comfortable picking. I'll go 48-10. Or 42-10. Sorry, 42 okay, Yeah, that's what I'd say. That's, that's a it's lot. still not that much off. It's still only six points off. But. Uh, Washington at Los Angeles. Another interesting matchup. I'll go the Rams here. Rams are going to go 2-0, folks. Look out. Good front seven on both sides of the ball. Score-wise, it's going to be kind of close. Um, I just think like, McVay is going to get a little a little justice on the old team. I think it's going to be 21-17. I think this defense is a little bit better than the one the Colts are facing. The quarterback's a little bit better than they were facing with the Colts sure. last week. Kirk Cousins is better than Scott Tolzien, Dave. I know you're not a Kirk Cousins fan, but good God. Kirk. I think Captain Washington, Kirk. if you, so we'll talk about Todd Gurley later. But I think that they pull out a close from 17-14. They're not going to be able, the Rams are not going to be able to move the ball at will as much as this game. They got Josh Norman and Sammy Watkins. Secondary is a little bit better. So I'm going to pick Washington. Green Bay at Atlanta. Do Does Green Bay avenge their postseason yes. loss? Rodgers looks like he's kind of on a mission to make sure he, he closes out games no matter what this year. Like, them closing out Seattle was extremely important. It sets a precedent for their whole season. I think he does it again. In Atlanta, I think it's going to be a lot of scoring for Green Bay, 35-21. Okay, I think this is a toss-up. Atlanta always plays terrible on the road. I think that's one reason why they didn't win by a lot in Chicago. So yeah, they're at home. Uh, I'll take Atlanta 34-31. The home team is going to get my nod. It's not going to be a blowout like it was in the postseason, and they're going to put up points. So we'll see. Uh, Last one, Detroit at New York Giants on Monday Night Football. You didn't say their name right. New New York football. Football Giants. Giants. I'm sorry. They didn't seem like they deserved it. New York football. Yeah, they're not really playing football. They were barely playing football last week. Yeah, that's... And that's why I'm leaning towards if Odell doesn't play, the Lions. I think even if Odell does play, he's, he's got a bum ankle. He's doesn't got a bum he... face ankle. Uh, well, I mean, he, he didn't was... play. Like He I mean, was dancing. I think he might have been like, okay, let's see how bad we look without me so that you'll actually pay me. That's a lot of people's theory. I might actually buy that because it sounds like an Odell move. I don't think you can afford it. But I think Detroit wins regardless if he plays 35-21. I think Matthew Savage is a better quarterback at this point. Yeah. Can't deny that. Yeah. It's easy. I, yeah, I'll go Lions 24-17. Okay. I like it. I like it. Yeah. All right, time for our non-football, but our football. Yeah. Part of well, the, I'm going to quickly, day. quickly get in the topics. Uh, we saw two more over the last two weeks. Before after the international break started and and quickly ended, the USA just didn't put up as nearly as many points as we thought they should. At least I thought they, they should. Put up a couple stinkers out there. Yeah, I mean, in a, in a chance to get against Honduras and Costa Rica, two teams that are very beatable in my opinion. Uh, at least with the pedigree we're trying to build here in the United States with soccer, 
you had to show up a lot more than you did. You didn't. You got one point out of six. And you got to really gear up now. I mean, like, you were, the chance of missing the World Cup is very real. It's very real. It's really sad if they miss the World and Cup. Yeah, I mean, like, then, and we're trying to grow this sport in America a lot more than we, we used to. And you're not going to be able to do it this way if you're not in the biggest game. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not going to work. It's the only time people watch so- some people watch soccer is the World Cup. Yeah, and exactly. Like, if you're not in it, then no one's no one cares. Exactly. Um, other quick note on the world of football, 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 soccer. What do you want to say? Uh, Champions League started yesterday. It's so much I know fun. you were excited. Yeah. I, you're just smiling ear to yeah. ear right now. Uh, yeah, I wish all I could wear is a soccer jersey. To be honest with you, um, Manchester started out great. In my opinion, three to zero can't really do much that better than that at home. Good, yeah. At home, that's a great win. Um, they're my team. I'm kind of a little biased, but they clicked on all cylinders. Uh, Jose Mourinho thought they were showing a little too much. I didn't get to watch a lot of the game, um, but no, just to win three zero is great. We saw Bayern Munich do the same thing in their game. Like all all, all the major teams that you thought would win would win. Even Barca playing Juventus. Juve, Barca still pulled it out. Juve. Man um, City winning. I think the biggest interesting takeaway from an English side of things is the fact that somehow, some way, Liverpool tied today. Didn't see that coming. Hmm. Not 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 at home. I mean, I'd like to see it, but at the same point, like you want to root for like clubs from your country, so. And we try to root for other Premier League clubs to do well unless you're playing them. So it's kind of shocked to see that. But I'm excited. You know, it's always good when Champions League's around because, you know, you have soccer on the weekend, and then you have soccer in the midweek, and then you have soccer on the weekend. And it's just like this cycle where I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Lots of soccer. It's, it's fun. I like it. It's enjoyable. I don't know. Manchester looks like they're on to something. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, they've been blowing teams out recently. Pog was hurt, which is kind of scary. But it's kind of scary that they're winning through nothing without him, though. So yeah, you get Pogba back, and then he gets Laton back, and then it's just like, whoa, timeout. That sounds like something's cooking. It's a lot of ch- spice in that chili. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't eat chili. All right, you know where we're headed, Dave? To the fantasy corner. Hop in, boys and girls. How do you hop in a corner? No, we're, we're going in a car to the corner. Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah, it's an Uber. We can Uber, yeah. I don't want. To I don't know what we're doing at the corner. At this I don't want to tip. I'll just walk. Okay, let's. Well, then don't hop in and put your jogging shoes on. I'm gonna stroll. Oh, so why do you argue with me? This is ridiculous. Okay, we're gonna just pick MVPs for the week. We each pick one. We will discuss some other good games though, but we have one MVP, and some good players are gonna have. I'll start, Dave. My MVP is Mikey G. Mike Gillisley. Interesting. Mike Gillisley. We're going we're gonna to talk about Kareem Hunt, guys. We're not dumb. We're going to have him. But that's like the most obvious yeah, we thing we could have said. Someone else, because everyone and their like, mother, you, like my mom would be like, Kareem Hunt had a good game, right? And I would be like, yeah, he did. Yeah, of course, mom. So Why wouldn't he? Uh, he's a touchdown guy. You know what he did, Dave? He scored touchdowns. Whoa, that's like the one thing I like to say is touchdown yeah, guys. Yeah. He, uh, he's a boomer bust type guy, and all I'm going to say is I don't trust him. Week to week. Don't. But man, he'll have some big games this year. Yeah? Like it's not like big game James? No. Just just big game Mikey G. That's not a thing. Big game James is a thing. He won a Super Bowl. I don't care. 
Okay. Big Game Mikey G. Sorry for segwigging you. That is my nickname for him. Okay. That's Who cool. is your MVP, Dave? Well, That's you know, not Kareem Hunt. That's not dare. Kareem Hunt. Uh, you know, I kind of touched on him earlier, and we never. I, I didn't see the production coming that soon. I I always knew it was there, but Diggs. Yeah. Anytime you get two touchdowns, first two. I think it was the wasn't the first two touchdown opening game in Minnesota since Randy Moss. Yep. Stat right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's he, it's good to see. Someone take the reins really there in that offense after AP left. We haven't seen top AP in a while, but good to see that someone's going to take the reins. And I think it's good in the long run for Cook. I mean, like, he's got a lot less pressure on him if Diggs does his thing and Diggs does that good. Yeah, so. no, he had a huge game. Uh, guys I liked, I just want to bring this up for fun. Austin Hooper yeah. was top five tight end. Yeah, I want to bring him up for that stiff arm alone. That was amazing. Yeah, I'll be honest, I didn't see it. I think he's the guy. I don't know who he was. I don't need to know his name, but he is buried in the ground still. Um, hmm. He could actually be a weekly start. I don't think he'll be a top. Well, he's going to be a top twelve tight end just from the week. Like he could never play and probably still be a top twelve tight end. But um, he's probably a weekly start at this point. I mean, Matt Ryan's going to use him. He's going to score touchdowns throughout the year, so I like him. Um, what about Tariq Cohen, Dave? How are you buying the Tariq Cohen hype train? See, like, me personally, I don't like Jordan Howard. Yeah, so, but you mean, Jordan Howard's going to run. He can't. Cohen's not going to run the ball up the down the middle. No, he's way too small. He's Darren yeah. Sproles short. He's yeah. compact, and he's a big guy, but, yeah, like, but he's, I, he's too short. The best thing you can think of there is when you have that putrid of a quarterback. Putrid. I mean, Glenn is not that bad, but when you have this inconsistency at quarterback, Cohen is the perfect plug-in. Yeah. It's someone that they can think and dump down the field with, and the man's just going to do work, and we saw it. My theory, is, my theory is he's not a weekly starter in standard leagues, but in no. PPR, he's a flex option for sure. No. I think I think they're, they're going to be forced to use him, especially with White out. Yeah. Josh Bellamy, a starting wide receiver. Who the heck? He sounds like a pirate. I don't know why he's even in this century. I've never heard a guy named Bellamy as a pirate. Josh Bellamy? Sounds like a, I don't know. It's it pirate came to mind. Okay, I'm sorry for having an imagination. Yeah, I'm Dave. offended by that. Uh, one more guy, since you don't have any. I thought we were talking about MVPs. one MVP. There can really be only one. Yeah. MVP. Okay. So I'm just discussing good guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I almost picked these as, guys as an MVP because so many people were like, "You need to start him," and they delivered. The Rams defense. Yeah. They scored 28 points, and everyone wanted them to score points. Man, that yeah. was the smart play of the week for me. I don't know if I can trust them every week, but yeah. every, the, the team I trust every week is the team playing Indianapolis right now. Mm-hmm. I would start Arizona this week for sure. Would you? Okay, so how about our bum faces? Yeah, this is what I was waiting for. Bum faces. I'm sitting here waiting for a bum face. And like... Bum faces. Okay. Dave, I'll let you go first since I went first. Uh, like, wait, actually, uh, we, we skip something. Let's talk Kareem Hunt first, because a lot of people want to know what to do with this guy. We're gonna have the the, the buy low sell high, and he's yeah he didn't make that quite for me. Kareem Hunt, it's obvious that he had he was the best player this week fantasy wise. Was he? Yeah, he's like yeah he scores like forty five points. That's amazing. It's like Brian Westbrook numbers for Andy Reid. Yeah, I threw Brian Westbrook out. That was a long time ago. Spoiler alert. Um, I'm just going to say uh, don't buy him as a superstar yet. I have seen guys offer Le'Veon Bell for Kareem Hunt. And if you have Kareem Hunt and you get offered Le'Veon Bell, do not overthink it. Just take Le'Veon Bell. Like, yeah. Just, just take him and run. 
That's get more consistency there. I mean, a huge chunk of his yard or of his points came off of a nice long touchdown catch. Hmm. So like, hmm. you gotta take that into consideration too. That's hmm. not gonna happen every week. I don't think. And also, he doesn't. He doesn't. He had like a thirty yard run too. So like, in in garbage time. Yeah. So don't don't overvalue him. I think he still has a really good shot of finishing top five. I mean, that game helps because it's like two and a half weeks right. of points thrown into one. But, like, he's going he's gonna to produce still. But, like, don't, don't treat him like a superstar. Do not offer Le'Veon Bell for him. That's crazy. That's literally talking That's out of your butt. crazy talk. Do not do it. Okay, bum face time. Bum face time. Okay, so, like, when, when Ben brought this idea to me, there's a lot of running backs that I there's could chose to be my bum face. We're going to discuss a lot of bad games. I, I almost can't decide who to throw out as my bad bum yeah. face. Yeah, I think, you know, I will go... Are we doing one bum face? Or do you have we each pick a bum face. You can throw out other guys, too. Okay, so bum faces, I mean, I think you can choose anyone. I think I'm going to go Fat Rob. Fat Rob. I wanted to say it, first off. First Fat and foremost, Rob is a bum face. Just, just sounds good. Um... <laughs> No, I just you expect it more from the Redskins in general, and it's just like you gotta start with the ground game, in my opinion, to really work Kirk and let him get you know that yeah. those passing weapons open. And three points is just not gonna cut it. No, nope. Rob, what are you doing to us? It was bad. All we we want to say your name happily. I don't. Yeah, Fat Rob is like Fat Rob, like a great, a great uncle yeah. or something. But like he's just like Fat Rob, like that. The fat guy wearing a wife beater. That's what I pick. Yeah. Picture. I don't want that. I don't want that picture, No man. one wants that. I want just... the happy uncle, man. Yeah. All right. So mine, uh, I'm going to go with, I've, I've titled him the king of bum faces in Eddie Cheeseburger Lacey because the dude put up like 0. .6 points. Like that is, that is not enough. If you, okay, first off, you shouldn't have started him. It's the one week you're like, well, he's playing his old team. People tend to do well against their old teams, and uh, do they? Uh, Steve Smith did once. I think that's what everyone bases it off of. Yeah, well, he's angry. Yeah, he, he. I expected that from Steve Smith, but Eddie Lacy. I put Eddie Cheeseburger to Lacy. The dude is. He lost tons of weight. He still looks fat. He still fit. He's bigger than a guy named Fat Rob. He looks slow. That line is just bad. Uh, I he's very droppable. Like, go ahead and get rid of him. There's almost no upside. Thomas Rawls is the only one until he gets injured again, and then Chris <laughs> Carson is the only one that I would like to own because CJ Proslice didn't do anything either in his targets. Uh, other guys, I had Hunter Henry. I don't think he ran a route. <laughs> they used him only as a blocking tight end when they finally started throwing the ball. Consistently, he never came on the field, and Antonio Brown was their only tight end. Yeah, I mean, I think I'll, I'll segue into another bump face tight end, and that is Greg Olson. I was just not impressed at all with what he was putting out there. I mean, you don't expect Greg Olson to only get what was it, like one point eight points or something like that in NFL.com? Yeah, at one point eight points, that's just not something you see normally. Out of great, he's almost the only reliable option on that offense. Yeah, I, I honestly believe Christian cool. McCaffrey taking some underneath routes is going to hurt Greg Olson down the line statistically. Okay, don't actually hurt him. No, no, not physically. I don't think he's in pain, but production-wise, he might not be as strong. 
Yeah, um, I get it now. Quick shout out. Andy Dalton did the impossible negative points from the quarterback position, and it wasn't even close. It was like negative five. That's amazing. Hmm. Uh, Jamison Crowder, don't drop him, but he also put up negative points. It's because he fumbled, and they were like, yeah, if you're going to fumble, you're not going to get the ball. He fumbled and had like two receptions, and that was it. It was pretty bad. Um, Rex Burkhead, a lot of pregame hype for him. Saw the field like twice. I I wouldn't start him until he really carves out a role. But then again, he might literally score forty points this week, and it wouldn't surprise me because Bill yeah. Belichick is Gillis the worst. Score, yeah, zero. The worst for fantasy running backs. The worst. Amir Abdullah only had three points. He ran the ball. He had a lot of touches. Couldn't do anything. Not Arizona's shocked. run defense is not the best. So, not shocked. That was By sad. It doesn't. It doesn't shock me because. But he just didn't look like an NFL running back. Like he he didn't. Yeah. He couldn't break any tackles. He couldn't run through the holes. It just wasn't that great. Yeah. All right. So, let's go dumpster diving. Some by lows. You got one for me? I thought you were going to lead off. I can lead off? This is your fantasy corner. Okay, fine. Lead I'll lead off. Uh, let's just quick shout out to Le'Veon and Gronk. People overreact. If you want to throw a package together, try to get them. They're probably willing to trade them for yeah. some reason right now. It's people are we overreact. High, are we selling high for us? We're buying low. We're buying low. We start off with the things that people really want to hear. Just things we want. Yeah, things we want to add. Okay. Yeah, so definitely inquire about them. Uh, my first real one, though, is Russell Wilson. Yeah. He had a bad week. That line's going to scare people. But remember, they play San Francisco twice. Mm-hmm. He always starts off average and, and just is really good by December. He wins championships for your league. One of those guys, uh, he, I mean, especially next week, he's playing San Francisco. Go ahead and grab him before he rebounds. Who's your first one? Yeah, I think you can definitely look into that. I mean, I think... We've talked about him in the the preseason stuff. Galladay showed off what he was supposed to be doing. Um, I wouldn't like go crazy for him, but if you can waiver wire pick him up, are we selling high on him? No, I'm like picking him up. I'm stashing. I'm stashing. You're stashing. What we did, what I did in our keeper league is I saw him just sitting there. I'm like, I don't really need him, but I'm going to stash him, and that way, you know, it's just just there. Fair enough. And if he keeps this crazy pace, then I got something. I'm working. But if not, drop. Okay. I'm buying very high. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I will go Terrell Pryor. I think he, I mean, that offense as a whole had a tough week against Philadelphia. But if I have to decide between like Larry Fitzgerald and Terrell Pryor, for the long run, I'm going to want Terrell Pryor this season. I think that he's going to figure it out. He's just an athletic freak. We've discussed him before. His bad week does not translate into a bad year, in my opinion. So go ahead and snag him. If you can. I think if you can stag Martavius Bryant, I'm kind of kind of in love with him preseason. But yeah. like, he didn't have a good first game by any stretch of the imagination, especially against, you know, Cleveland. So it's not yeah. saying you didn't do too much, but like I just when they're at home, he could put up 25 points a game. Yeah, and he, he's just known to get t- the touchdowns. I mean, he's Ben loves them for some reason. I mean, I know why, but like he's a freak of nature. Yeah, so I just why. definitely a lot of people weren't thinking he would do much. After this this first game out, people are for some reason not a fan right now. I just don't. Oh, see they not. don't want to use him. It's like it's, go ahead and remember, it's something. week one. Yeah, don't overreact. It's all about all this buy low stuff is all people that will overreact for you. Yeah. Um, 
Tyler Eifert, the Ravens really game planned him out. Like he had one catch for four yards. Yeah, they shut him down. Um, but that's against the Ravens defense, who have Tony Jefferson, who was one of the best man coverage safeties against tight ends last year. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and uh, Eifert. Uh, people dropped him in some of my leagues. That's nuts. Like they're going to use Tyler Eifert. The, the, the Bengals got in the red zone once and threw like one pass. Yeah. So like they're, they're going to use him in the red zone. So go ahead and get him. Um, I got one more for you. Jordan Howard. What if I had one? Well, okay, fine. Go. Yeah, you already said it. Okay. Jordan Howard. Jeez. Tariq Cohen is getting a lot of hype, a lot of love, and it's warranted. He's he's a great player. But, like, Jordan Howard's still starting running back for a team that's going to run the ball a lot. Yeah, they can't really do anything else. They're going to run touchdowns. Honestly, he had a good game, but he if he didn't just lose the game for them and drop that catch, he's going to score that touchdown at the end of the game to win it. He dropped the pass, but he would have had a great game if he caught that pass. Yeah, he derped real good. He, oh, man. I hope he doesn't lose touches because of that, but I doubt it. Yeah. So who's your who's – your... So I don't, I don't know why someone did it so soon into the season. Someone dropped Andrew Luck. Buy low. I mean, if that's like a scenario that happens, snatch it up. You can get him real cheap. Doesn't doesn't even matter if he doesn't play at all this year. Just the fact that he could. Yeah. You're, you're gonna have a top five quarterback if he does show up. It's just why I don't know why yeah. someone did it. I had Danny Woodhead anyway, so I, it was a injury for injury swap. I'd rather sit on the potential of Andrew Luck than sit on hopefully Woodhead get comes back and doesn't get hurt the minute he comes back. Yeah. Tough. Okay. Sell so. highs. I do not have that name, I promised. It's fake. I don't know. All right. So <laughs> I put a lot of exclamation points in this one. Todd Gurley, man. Yeah, Dave, back away. Back away. He, uh, he looked just as bad as he did last year against a really bad Colts defense. Yeah. A touchdown saved him. He worked in the passing game a little bit, so like PPR leagues, it wasn't really bad. But like, I I don't see him getting a whole lot better. Be, I mean, the offense as a whole looked pretty good, but like they only put up like thirty two points. It wasn't like a huge game, mm-hmm. just because the the defense scored a bunch of a bunch of touchdowns. Things. But like he had like a, a classic girly stat line of seventeen rushes for forty six yards at one point or something nuts. Like that's super bad. Yeah. So it's the same thing, but like he had a decent game. So if you can pawn him off on someone for someone good, like if you were like, hey, love owner, you want Gurley and I don't know, Austin Hooper for Le'Veon Bell or something, like who you never know. People are crazy. People overreact. People are crazy. People are crazy. I would sell high on Mike Gillisley. Yeah, I was gonna say him next. That's that's an easy call. I I don't trust him week to week, so I don't I want to trust anything the Patriots throw out week to week, unless it's Gronk. Gronk's the, even Gronk had a bad game, but that was Eric Berry. He almost made my buy low. Who? Oh. Gronk. Gunner. He was just a shout out, but he almost like I almost broke that down. Yeah, but no, Gillisley. I just you don't. I don't think he's going to be consistent enough to put three touchdowns up again. No, I and don't someone's going to be like, you know, I like that guy. I wanted that guy on the draft. Yeah, I remember Legarrette Blunt. Yeah, it could be him. Yeah, that's that guy all over again. I don't, I don't buy that for a minute. Yeah, I don't buy it. just because they have so many options, a plethora of options. Plethora. So yeah, just watch out. If you can, if you can get rid of it, do it. Yep, I'm gonna. Why I said like that? Shout out Kareem Hunt real quick again. You get offered something big, 
I wouldn't go throwing offers out unless you know a guy really wants it. Yeah. Play that to your advantage. But remember that he's just a rookie. and He's had one game of NFL experience. He's not going to repeat this weekly. He's not going to have huge games every week. He could. No, he can't. Uh, no, he can't. No. Even Eric no, Dickerson no. wouldn't have great games every week. I don't know. He just came to mind first. He's he's a good good running back. It's the goggles. The goggles always had good weeks. Yeah. The goggles never turned it off. Okay. It's true. He could you never he always had good vision. Yeah. But um it's just it's a sell high. It's just a classic sell high in my case. So I can I can I guess believe that. Speaking of Austin Hooper though, I mentioned him in that trade package. I would try to trade him for Gronk with something. I'm not kidding either. I like to kid, me. but I'm really serious right now. Are you now. saying I Austin, can trade him right now? You have Austin Hooper. I know. I was so I was just throwing it out there. Austin Hooper is yeah. he's a he's a good guy to he just doesn't flash that like super potential. Mm-hmm. Like he his ceiling is Tyler Eifert, which isn't a very good ceiling. No. In my opinion. So and I don't think he's gonna get there. But like he's he's gonna be like a decent tight end. But like he had a huge week, yeah. Try to throw him around. Yeah, I mean, like, I kind of, I kind of see Hooper being that like random crutch for Ryan at some point. Like, yeah, I mean, the guy to lean games. on. He's yeah. gonna have good games. Yeah. The guy to lean on when things aren't just going right. And, he's not gonna be put up Gronk type numbers no. though, no. ever. No one is because he's like Gronk is thing. the only tight end that will consistently put up quality game after game. So like, mm-hmm. it's tough. Weird, weird one that I kind of just thought of just looking at my dynasty team. Rashad Matthews might be an interesting one. Just because you saw Decker not doing anything. That was one guy I was going to throw into bump faces. Decker really didn't do anything, but yet we saw Rashad Matthews still do what he was doing last year where he would vulture touchdowns and stuff. There's way too many wide receivers there to truly trust Rashad Matthews. So, like, this is another good opportunity to maybe if you can dump it for, like, you know, package it for, like, a Tyreek Hill, someone that's got a lot more upside week to week. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Pop the trunk. Speaking of Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, he's a boomer bust type guy. Like, he's, yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. he's a focal point in their offense. But that whole offense, which is why I'm fine with trading Kareem Hunt, has right. been boomer bust since Andy Reid got there. They either put up good numbers or they put up really bad numbers. So Tyreek Hill is one of the, he had a big week. I don't know if I trade him yet this week, but if he has a, a great game against Philadelphia, I would think about trading him. Hmm. Yeah, because I mean the stock's never going to be higher. He's going to be a wide receiver one if he has another good game. So like, if you can get that kind of stock, it's a good stock to get. Yeah, yeah. So another good it. random. I'm going to throw one. I just thought of again. Okay. Buy low though. Buy low. I like the idea of. I know we just talked about how the Patriots have so many options. Running back-wise, but receiving-wise, they're starting to fly off onto the injury shelf. So, Philip Dorsett might be a one if you could sneak him in there. I don't know what he's going to do for him. Yeah, you, he's not rostered on most leagues, I'd imagine. Yeah, exactly. So, like, if you can, like, sneak him onto yours, have him as your drop guy, whereas, like, if something better comes up, you just drop him. But, I mean, they're always a wild card come receiver-wise, but if he catches on with Tom... They need someone to play alternative of cooks right now with Amendola and, and uh, Edelman out. It's literally just Hogan and Cooks. So like, yeah, one more your name, guy. One more name I'll throw out. I know it's a Patriot, and they got a lot of running backs running around. 
James White. I think you James White. Yeah, James White is the guy I think that will see the field every week. He's the only one I trust. We'll get like a good amount of snaps every week. All see the field, but that's just because they're on the field. Well, visually, yes, they'll they'll okay. be able to see Tom Brady, but will they be catching his passes? I don't know. Maybe in warmups. Not for Jordan Howard. No, not Jordan Howard. He will not catch Tom Brady's passes for many reasons, but mostly because he's a bear. Mostly because he's a bear. But he, but James White, he actually will be can run through, run up the middle. He's their like most complete back. Deion Lewis got out snapped horribly to James White. Yes. I think those are the two guys battling. Just get right of him. Like Burkhead's going to come in and fill his role. Gillis is going to come in and fill his role. But James White's the guy that like when they're moving the ball down the field, that's the guy they want in generally is James White. So I think he's he's got a solid floor week to week. Maybe not the boom guy that Gillis is going to be, but I think he could he can score some touchdowns. Right. Going to catch some passes. I think if you can buy low on him, he, that's a depth move. But like yeah. I, I really like him. Yeah, exactly. The, the Patriots are a tricky one. They have a Baker's dozen worth of roles just to go on the roles joke. Like they just have so many guys that do so many different roles. Yeah. So just Baker's be, dozen. Like, pick the you got to pick and choose your role. There's an extra role there. Yeah. So like you know. When you can buy a cheap roll, that's the kind of roll you want. Yeah, James White's. I mean, he's the one I I want to own. Yeah, it's so. like a nice cheese roll. We'll 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 buy low and or sell or buy low. I'm confusing myself, guys. Who dumpster wow. dive on James White? Yeah, we need to get some kind of sell high name. Sell high? Yeah. We yeah, gotta, we'll, we gotta we'll buy a low name. Bumps dumpster dive and then. And what do you do when you overbuy? I don't know. Buy in bulk. No, that's overbuying. It's the opposite. That's overbuying. But you get a discount there, which you generally don't. Mm. Do you really though? Unload your cargo or something like that. Well, yeah. we'll think about it, guys. We'll go get one. Don't worry. Go back to bag time or something. We'll brainstorm. We like to do that. No, oh, oh, maybe we don't like to brainstorm. Sorry, we're lazy people. Yeah, we'll brainstorm. Yeah. Okay. So switch my idea. <laughs> we'll. uh We'll, we'll end this here. I, I feel are like we? we're in a good place. Are we? Are we? We've never moved, so we better be in a good place. If yeah, we we're in a good move, place. Don't worry, guys. We might be a shape shifting killer clown if we're moving. We what? Not. What's going on? Okay, we're we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> like us on Facebook, <laughs> follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Excuse the Fandom. Uh, Write a review. Yeah, tell drop the fam. a five star review for us. Five I don't stars. think there's another option than five stars. There literally isn't. Know. On iTunes. Yep. Tell your tell your fans, tell, tell your friends. Tell your mom, tell your dad. Tell your kids, tell your tell wife. Your, tell your cat. Cats. Yeah. We are really good with the cat audience. I'll we tell do. You that. So, sorry, Rogan. We're going to yeah. uh, wrap it up with wrap that. Wrap it up. Peace.